Maybe you felt chills or goosebumps. Perhaps it's an overwhelmed feeling of something bigger than you or more complex. Whatever the feeling, God put the response in your soul as a reminder of His presence, power, and glory. It's called awe, and He wants to remind us of it every day in many ways. Join us as we discover how God has used His awe to inspire others to follow Him deeper in their lives. All right, today on In Awe by Bruce, we have Yvette Hampton, and uh, she is putting out a documentary called Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution. They also have a podcast by the same name. She's going to be the producer and the host of the documentary, as well as she'll have her husband and family with her on this trip, which is really interesting, and her husband has quite a movie industry uh, background, having been involved in like Furious 7 and G.I. Joe Rise of the Cobra and Twilight Saga and some many other movies. But here's the great thing about this. With all that's been going on in the world and after just the elections that have happened this week and everything, this documentary is about a mom who's concerned about the future of this generation. And Yvette has such a deep desire to see a shift in the culture by encouraging people through God's word. And she and her husband, Garrett, have a passion for strengthening and equipping families and the homeschool community by teaching parents how to live out their convictions and point their children towards Christ. You know, her greatest joy is being a wife and mom. You feel that when it comes through in the movie, but I really appreciate the passion that they have for the homeschool movement. I wish I would have known all this when my kids were growing up because we had these same questions. But, you know, just to give you an example, in the spring of 2019, there were approximately 2.5 million homeschool students in the U.S. 2020 to 2021, it's gone to 3.7 million. That's a huge growth. And what's interesting is the typical scores on standardized tests by homeschooled children come to about 15 to 30 percentage points above public school students on standardized tests. So that says a lot, too, about what's going on. But there's so much more, and that's why we want Yvette to give us insight into this and, and what it means to us. So, Yvette, welcome to In Awe by Bruce. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very glad to maybe start off telling us, what was it that changed your view of homeschooling your kid versus sending them to, or you have two daughters, mm-hmm. sending them to public school? Yeah, well, that <laughs> that's a great question. That's kind of how this whole adventure began. My husband and I had been married for almost 11 years when our oldest daughter was born. And so through okay. those 11 years, we, we talked so much about parenting. And I read parenting books, and we would talk about how we were going to educate our kids. And that was always a topic of discussion. And one of the points that we always had was that we would never homeschool our kids. I mean, we were adamant about it. We said we would never <laughs> do that because we had so many misconceptions about what homeschooling was. You know, we grew up in the 80s and 90s, and we only knew just a few kids back then who were homeschooled, and we thought that they were weird. And looking back, it's kind of funny because I don't think they were weird at all. I just thought it was weird that they didn't go to school, and so I just labeled them as weird. Right. And, you know, they, they just were different because their families lived differently and set apart. And so we were pretty adamant about the fact that we would never homeschool our kids. And we were a very conservative Christian family, but it just didn't seem like the right thing for us to do. And so when our oldest was approaching school age, she was of the age of four. And because society tells us we need to put our kids in school at four, we thought, well, it's time to put her in school. And we always had the plan 
because we're from Los Angeles. We're no longer in Los Angeles, but that's where we're from. And yeah. we just always thought we would put her in a Christian school because the Los Angeles school district was really not an option for us. But in order for us to put her in a Christian school in LA County, it was very expensive. And mm. so the plan always was that I would work so that she could go to school. So that was what we were going to do. And when it came to that year that we had to start thinking about that, I got pregnant with my youngest daughter and she was due in October. And so I was like, well, I can't work this year because I'm getting ready to have a baby and then yeah. I'm going to have a newborn and I can't work. And so we started considering homeschooling and we had some friends who invited us that summer to a homeschool convention that was put on by Chia. It's a California organization, but it's the Christian Home Educators of Association. Mm -hmm. So we went to this big convention and literally in one weekend alone, it was like the scales fell from our eyes and we got to see the, for the first time what homeschooling could do for our family, the blessings, the benefits, the eternal benefits that could come from discipling the hearts of our children day in and day out. And, and what's even more so is that we were really convicted that it was our responsibility to do that, not the responsibility yeah. of someone else. So we came away from that conference and we just said, this is what we're going to do um, for our children for ever. Um, you know, it wasn't a, let's try it for a month or a year and see what happens. It was a, this is really what the Holy Spirit is convicting us of, and this is what we're going to do. And so that's how our journey began. Now dispel some of the myths, because I know that's, our kids were starting to grow up. You know, my wife and I batted it around a little bit, but some of the myths that you dispel in your documentary still, you know, linger in a lot of people's minds. And that's what they view homeschooling sure. problems as. Maybe you can dispel some of that. Sure. Well, <laughs> I think the first one, um, which is kind of funny as, as I think back to it is, I used to think, you know, going back to the homeschoolers are a weird thing. Like I just thought they were odd. I thought if you don't drive a minivan and you don't wear a long denim dress, you yeah. can't possibly homeschool your kids. And when we went to that convention, we saw that homeschoolers are just people. They're people just like you and I, just normal everyday people. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know what I expected. Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny because <laughs> I imagined a sea of minivans in the parking lot and right. Certainly that's what it was. <laughs> now, pretty much anytime you go to a homeschool convention, you'll see hundreds and hundreds of minivans. But we realized that they were just normal parents who were really taking responsibility for their kids. And so that was the first kind of broad misconception we had. But then you start digging deeper and you realize that one of the greatest misconceptions is that moms feel completely inadequate. They feel like they are not enough for their kids. They're not smart enough. They're not organized enough. They're not educated enough. They don't have what it takes in order to educate their own children at home. And I think that's a lie. Of course, I don't know every single thing there is to know about history and science and math and language arts, because I'm not an expert in any of those things. Hmm. But that's where the Lord comes in and the Holy Spirit helps us to get through what he's called us to do. And when you think about parenting, I mean, you think of, we don't get this child for the first time and know everything there is to do as a parent, like we kind of learn along the way and we yeah. have mentors and we have God's word and we figure out the best way to parent our children. Well, it's the same way with homeschooling. And so, so many moms just have that misconception that they're just not enough. They are inadequate and cannot do this. Then of course you have all the misconceptions of, you know, what about socialization? <laughs> That's when that always makes us laugh because one homeschooled kids today, 
yeah. are probably over-socialized um, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. I know for our family, we sometimes find ourselves so busy that we have to pull back and say, okay, we, we actually need to be home to focus on some of the academics because <laughs> we're so busy doing extracurricular activities and meeting with friends. And you know, I mean, there just are so many opportunities for homeschoolers pretty much nationwide. So that myth is debunked. The salt and light argument, I know that that's one that a lot of Christian parents think, well, we need to be salt and light. We need to have our kids in the public school system that needs salt and light. Well, we addressed this in the movie. I don't know if you're familiar with Ken Ham uh, from Answers in Genesis, but Mm -hmm. he addresses this beautifully in the movie. And he says they can't be salt until they have salt. I mean, Ephesians 6, 10 through 20 talks about putting on the full armor of God. We come from a, a military family. I was not in the military, but my dad was. My husband was in the military. All of his siblings were in the military. We have a strong military presence. And so you never, ever would take a soldier and put them on the front lines of a battle unprepared, without armor, without having been trained. And so that's what we're doing in the public school system is we're taking these kids who are not trained. They're not wise. They're children. They don't know what is right, what is wrong. All they know is what we're feeding into their minds and we're putting them on the front line of this battle that adults themselves are having a really hard time fighting and winning. And we're expecting a five-year-old or a 12-year-old or a 15-year-old to fight this battle. And children are simply not prepared for that. Mm -hmm. It's our job as their parents to train them up in righteousness. That misconception that, you know, kids need, we need to have Christian kids. Yep, absolutely. We need to have Christian adults in the public school system, but not Christian children who Mm -hmm. are not yet solid in their faith. They don't know what they believe or why they believe it yet. And so, you know, there's that misconception. Then you've got, what about single parents? We addressed that in the movie. It's hard to homeschool as a single parent. I thankfully have never been a single parent, but Mm -hmm. we went through many years where my husband was working in Hollywood And he would be gone for days and days and days at a time. And then when he was home, he was so exhausted from working so much that he was home, but he wasn't really fully home. And so he, of course, left that job. But there were many times where I felt I didn't have the financial responsibility, Mm -hmm. but it was very lonely. And I really struggled with having all of the responsibility, it seemed, on me for Mm -hmm. raising our kids. And thankfully, my husband was able to leave that industry when my, my girls were younger and now he's extremely involved in our family. We, we actually, he works from home. And so we're, we're together all the time now. But as a single parent, it's hard to homeschool. It's really, really hard. But it doesn't mean that you can't do it. And it doesn't mean that your kids aren't worth it. You know, we have this idea that homeschooling needs to look like what school looks like in a traditional school. You know, you get up, you mm-hmm. start school at seven o'clock in the morning. You have all the worksheets sitting in front of the kids. You have the schedule all laid out and you do maybe Bible time at seven and then math at eight, and then you have a little break and then you do a couple more subjects and then you have lunch and then you go back to it. That is not a practical schedule for homeschool families, for most homeschool Mm -hmm. families. And so we don't want to replicate what the public school is doing or traditional school. We do what's best for our family. So for a single parent, if that means that they teach their kids, and by the way, real teaching only takes place for a few hours a day. It doesn't take seven hours like it does in school. That's because they're spending most of that day corralling kids and disciplining and doing all the other things that they do. But in the home, it only takes a few hours a day. Even high school shouldn't take more than four hours a day. Mm -hmm. And that's with a pretty rigorous high school schedule. And so, you know, if mom needs to homeschool on the weekends or in the evenings or, or whatever, or work from home, 
there are ways or have her church come alongside her neighbor help or, or, you know, maybe her parents help with it. There are ways to do this. We address the issue of kids who have disabilities, you know, whether it's a physical disability, mental disability, whatever that is. And here's the thing. God gave you your kids. It's not by mistake that they have some sort of disability. Mm-hmm. And what makes us think as parents that we are not the best equipped to handle the disability that God has given to our children, has blessed them with. Mm-hmm. And so we're their best teacher, no matter how you look at it, especially kids with disabilities. No one knows your child the way that you do. And no one really has their best in mind and cares as much about them as mom and dad do. And so there's no better person to educate the children than mom and dad. So -hmm. those are a few of the misconceptions. There are more that we, we talk about in the film, but those are kind of, I think the big ones that people give as excuses for not wanting to homeschool, which is what we gave as excuses for not wanting to homeschool as well. I like the whole idea that really so much of this revolves around helping children learn how to think. And as you're saying, if you throw somebody into a battle that hasn't learned how to think, then you're actually uh, hurting them. Right. And so it's great to be able to be there and teach them how to get that process going. Anything surprise you after all that you have done with homeschooling? Uh, When you were on the road, did anything catch you and you went, oh, wow, that's that's new. I never thought of that. (laughs) I will say that um, kind of going back to one of the misconceptions is I think the thing that really surprised me the most was that I felt so inadequate in teaching my kids, which is one of the reasons that I said I would never do it. And as we started talking to parents and interviewing families and interviewing homeschool experts, pretty much every single person we talked to felt the same way. They just felt like this is just not something I ever thought I would do. This is not something I feel capable of doing. Mm-hmm. It was really a comfort to me to realize, oh, okay, I'm not alone in this. But here's the great part about that is that we are not capable. We are not equipped, but we're not equipped or capable as parents to mm-hmm. raise up our children. And that's where the Holy Spirit comes in and, and the Lord helps us to answer that call. And he's going to equip us with all that we need. And then in the end, he gets all the glory for it. And we don't get to look back and say, look at what amazing parents we were. Look at what an amazing teacher I was. We get to say, look what God did with our family and with our kids, because I was willing to say yes and obey the call to disciple my children. Mm-hmm. What have you seen the effect of the whole COVID on the homeschool movement? Because, you know, you look yeah. at um, the numbers going up and you hear people's concerns about kids being kept out of school and they're doing it at home, but they're not doing it at home with a parent, really. They're there with a screen. Tell me more about what you've seen the effect of that on changing everything around here. As much as I've hated just about everything about COVID, the homeschool growth has been an incredible encouragement and blessing because we had planned on this movie coming out in 2019. Yeah. And we were really discouraged that that didn't happen. And, and we couldn't figure out, you know, why the delay? Why does God keep delaying the finishing of this film and getting it out into the world? And then when COVID hit, we uh-huh. started to really unfold the story and just oh, go, boy. oh, wow, God really does have a perfect plan in all of this. And it's really cool to just see the perfect timing of this, because as much as as much destruction <laughs> yeah. has, has taken place in our nation over the last 18, 19 months now, Parents have brought their kids home. 
unwillingly in the beginning, mm-hmm. but they got to see for the first time that they could do this, that they actually could enjoy having their children in, in their home all day long. I don't know that most people realize this number, but when our kids are away from us, when they go to school from kindergarten through 12th grade, this yeah. is just the academic day. This does not include any ex- extracurricular activities. Just the academic day. Our kids are away from us for over 16,000 hours wow. of their childhood. I mean, that's a really long time to yes. lose influence over your kids. And so for the first time, parents got to realize, oh, I really actually like having my kids home. Uh-huh. And not only did they realize that they could do this, but they realized what was on the other side. They realized what their kids were being taught. You know, we were seeing stories pour in about teachers asking parents to sign permission slips that they were not going to be present in the room while they were teaching their children. And I'm like, what in the world? What parent would sign that? Yet many did, of course, because we've just handed our kids off to this system. And we haven't realized that, you know, we, we talk about this in the movie as well. Our kids do not belong to the state. Our kids belong to us. Why have we as parents decided to put ourselves under the authority of the school and under the authority of the state. Yeah. So yeah, it's, I think it has really opened a lot of people's eyes to uh, the idea of homeschooling and more parents have their hearts and minds and ears open right now to the idea of home education than ever before. And that's why we're so excited about the timing of this movie because people now are ready for it and they're saying, okay, we need another way. And now you've got, Schools trying to force mandatory vaccines for kids. And I, I mean, they're just parents, they're wanting another option, but they yes. don't know what that other option is. And so this is where the movie comes in and we get to say, but here, here's another option that you can take and you can take this responsibility for your kids. You have a, a podcast along the same lines. Uh, the movie's coming out. November 12th. 12th. Yes. November 12th. It's being released. So the movie, the documentary hadn't come out yet, but are you getting a lot of calls off your podcast or the other things you're doing about people inquiring about this and what's the amount of kind of feedback you're getting or? Oh yeah, it's great. We love hearing from people. We love getting the questions and getting to answer all of their questions and parents are afraid. And I, I was there too. When we started homeschooling, I was terrified. I didn't know what in the world I was doing, but I knew it was the right thing to do. And Mm -hmm. so I just said, we're, we're going to do this. And my husband said, we're going to do this. We're going to figure it out along the way. And so it's really fun to be able to answer questions and to, to just bring encouragement to people all over the nation, all over the world, really with the podcast and Mm -hmm. answer all of those questions. And so on the podcast, that's, you know, we, we answer a lot of homeschool questions on there. We talk about homeschooling, but we also talk about just family life because homeschooling is a lifestyle. It's just part of the family day. And so we talk about parenting and marriage and home organization and all of the things that encompass the day that a homeschool family is exposed to. And so it's fun, though. I I really enjoy hearing from people. It's really always fun to get the different reviews on the podcast and and hear how it's impacting others and just the difference that it's making in their lives. So if I'm hearing this, Yvette, listening to the podcast here, and I wanted to just kind of check it out, didn't want to necessarily talk to anybody, but wanted to... Mm -hmm look into it, you know, <laughs> kind of get my feet wet. And I don't really want to talk to anybody. I just kind of investigate a little myself. Where would you tell me to go to get the best information that would help me understand more about the whole homeschooling event? That is a great question. We actually, back in 2020, right before everything shut down with COVID, we hosted a week-long 
homeschool conference. And it was kind of funny because it was before everything went virtual mm -hmm. and it was a five day, seven hours a day conference. And it, and so we had a bunch of speakers. A lot of them are people who are in the movie and we cover just about every topic on homeschooling that you can imagine. Uh, and the conference was called the homegrown generation family expo and thousands of people have watched this conference. And the cool thing is you can pick and choose which different sessions you want to watch. One of the most powerful ones in there is answering the question of why homeschool, because if people don't know their why, if they don't know why they're doing this, mm -hmm. it's going to be easy to just call it quits because it's going to get hard. But we had this week long expo. It was incredible. We had Heidi St. John, Kurt Cameron, Sam Sorbo, all kinds of people were part of this event. And so the way that people can see Schoolhouse Rocked, the movie, is they can go to our website and it'll say, you know, purchase your tickets for the movie. And it's a virtual cinema event. So it's basically a, a digital download. Um, they can stream it to their home. Well, when they purchase that ticket to watch the movie, they all actually get access to the entire Homegrown Generation Family Expo free as part of kind of the package of watching the movie because mm -hmm. we really wanted to provide all of that encouragement for them as well. That was really practical encouragement. And so they're really getting both of those things, which is amazing. So they can just pick and choose. They'll, they'll have access to that whole conference. They'll, they can pick what sessions they're all labeled and titled. So they'll know and have descriptions. So they'll know which different ones will best meet their needs. And then at the end of the movie, there's actually a call to action and it will say, you know, go to schoolhouserock.com to download your free homeschool survival kit. And that will go live, of course, the day of the movie that people can just download. Mm -hmm. And that will give them the very basics that will show them, you know, here's how to get started. It answers some of the questions about homeschooling and gives them some of the resources that they need to get started with home education. You mentioned something earlier I just wanted to touch on real quick so people can understand this. You mentioned that not only the United States, but around the world. Mm -hmm. Can you give us a quick overview of what is happening around the world with homeschooling? Yeah, well, it depends where you are. There are, of course, places, you know, like Germany, where homeschooling is illegal. But in a lot of places, it's completely legal. People just don't even know that it's an option. Like it would never cross their minds to educate their kids at home. Because like in America, 30 yeah. years ago or 50 years ago, no one would ever even consider doing such a thing. They're a little bit behind us in a lot of parts of the world, but there are so many opportunities. There is, I'm not sure if you're familiar with HSLDA, it's the Homeschool Legal Defense Association. Yep. And they're kind of the legal covering for homeschooling in America, but they actually yeah. are international now. And so they have a whole international department where they work with, they actually have homeschool conventions. They had one in Russia uh, I want to say two years ago, I don't think they do it every year, but about two years ago, they, they held a convention in Russia. Parents are parents. People are people. There's conviction there just like there is here. And so parents are waking up because of what's happening in schools everywhere. And so it is growing, not just in the United States, but it's growing all over the world. And it's really, really exciting to see when we look at our stats on our podcast, we can see where people are listening to the podcast, you know, it shows the little map yeah. and it's always amazing to us to see how many people are listening on the other side of the ocean uh -huh. and getting this encouragement and hearing from them as well. Canada is the same way. I mean, goodness gracious, Canada is such a mess, but homeschooling is legal there. Good. Yeah. yeah. Which is amazing. So there, there's a pretty good homeschool community there. 
it's not as widely accepted there as it is here. But more and more people are starting to do it and getting those resources and encouragement that they need in order to educate their kids. One last thing before we go, if you could wish the best upon somebody that sees this movie to walk away with one thing, what is the one thing that you would hope that they could walk away with? My mind's going 20 different directions. I'm like, there's a lot of things. <laughs> if I have to nail it down to one, I would say that your obedience to the Lord in discipling your children is the most important part of parenting. Ah, okay. Psalm 1, 1 and 2, um, passage that our family has memorized, and it's, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. Mm -hmm. Our kids cannot meditate on the law of the Lord when they're away from us five days a week for the majority yeah. of the day. And we have such a great responsibility as their parents to train them up with a biblical worldview. And when we're putting them in a system that's teaching them everything that's contrary to the word of God, we cannot expect our kids to come out of our house with a love for the Lord and a love for God's word and a love for righteousness. And I'm not saying that can't happen. It's just yeah. not practical. If dad loves baseball and he teaches his kids baseball and they play baseball mm -hmm. as much as possible, that kid's probably going to grow up to love baseball because that's who they are as a family. Right. And the other side of that is that we also realize that homeschooling is not the gospel. Homeschooling does not save our children. Right. But we still have a responsibility as parents to have no regrets. I, I never want to look back and think, you know, I should have or I could have, or I would have, but I want to look back with as few regrets as possible when it comes to raising my children and we'll mm -hmm. never get these years back with them. You know, I, I worked in the corporate world before I was a parent and, uh, you know, before we had our daughter and my husband and I were business owners as well. And so I had a good career. I made a lot of money. I, I really enjoyed what I did. But once my girls were born, I was like, that can, I can always go back and do that later if I want to, but I will never get this time back with my kids. And we have no. such a short time with them mm -hmm. to influence them that we're never going to get again. And so why would I give them to someone else to have that influence over them? Luke 640 says a disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone when he is fully trained will be like his teacher. It's our job to teach them the things of the Lord. And so I, I don't want to have any regrets. I, I want to raise them up to... Mm live the life that God has called them to live. They were created on purpose and for a purpose, and I want them to know what their purpose is when they come out of our home. Boy, amen. That's great. Well, I appreciate that. And thank you for taking the time. And anything else you want to say before we go as far as like the documentary coming out or your podcast? Yeah, well, we we are just thrilled. We're so excited about this this movie coming out. It's been a long, exciting, and hard journey, like I said, for our family. But, um, you know, we're really hoping that it will really impact families and impact culture and um, hope that people will share it. Share it with your friends, share it with your neighbors, get anyone and everyone you can to watch it because it's really, really powerful. And not. And I don't say that because it's a movie we made. I say that because it is a work of the Lord. It is It is the Holy Spirit who's brought this movie together and it's become what it is. And so he, he gets all the praise and glory for it. He has really done an amazing job. Yeah, I, we would love for people to to share it with their friends. And then listen to the podcast, of course. it's We have a new episode that comes out every week. It's actually a three-part episode. So we air Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday with the same guest. We just break it up into three parts to make it mm -hmm. shorter segments because homeschool moms who are our biggest audience, they don't have a lot of time <laughs> to listen to podcasts. So 20 minutes is about the perfect length for them. Um, yeah. That, and that's Schoolhouse Rock, right? 
Yes, it's it's the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. And then the movie is called Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution. And people can find out all the information about both the podcast and the movie on our website, which is schoolhouserocked.com. That's what we're looking for then. Great. Praise God that you had this effect in your life that turned around to share it with everybody else and dismiss a lot of those myths that people have and give powerful reasons and examples for people to to look into the homeschooling. I just, I'm with you. I think it's so needed nowadays and I, I praise God that you're doing this. So God bless you. And thank you. you know, I know everybody here will, that's hearing this will be praying for you. Oh, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. No problem. All right. We'll, we'll talk to you later. Thanks so much, Yvette. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye.